Today is the 3rd of December 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name, as always, is Ray, and I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern of a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, if you do need some help, there is a script that you can download. Click the Download the Script button, and you'll get today's episode in paper form that you can carry on. You can carry around in front of you. Is that even a thing? Carry around in front of you if you want to. Anyway, just a reminder, we are giving away two copies of Colin Sinclair's The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Bible. To get your hands on a copy, all you need to do is get in contact with us. Let us know what you think about the podcast, if it's had any impact on your life. And finally, are you happy for us to share your experience with others? The closing date is the 14th of December. So get your entries in, folks. We would love to be able to send you the book, and hopefully it'll arrive before Christmas. Be a nice Christmas present for you. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. So let's tell our hearts before God, shall we? God of hope, who brought love into this world, be the love that dwells between us. God of hope, who brought peace into this world, be the peace that dwells between us. God of hope, who brought joy into this world, be the joy that dwells between us. God of hope, the rock we stand upon, be the centre, the focus of our lives, always and particularly during this time of Advent. Amen. Luke one thirteen. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall name him John. Have you ever said a prayer and had it answered? What was it like? In today's verse, we read about Zechariah being told that he's going to have a child. Luke tells us that Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth had no children, and no doubt they had prayed and prayed and prayed for children all their married lives until they thought that maybe just children weren't part of God's plan for them. Until it was. Zechariah was doing what he always did in the temple, and this angel appears to him and says to him, You're going to have a child, Zechariah, and his world is turned upside down from that moment on. Nothing was ever going to be the same again. Answered prayer has a habit of shaking us to the core. It tips things up, and sometimes we come away feeling like we don't deserve it, even though we were desperately seeking it. Or the answer that we get is not necessarily the answer we were expecting. So, for instance, a gentleman at one of my churches was on the receiving end of answered prayer and a miraculous healing. He still wonders why God chose to heal him and not someone else. He feels guilty about it. But God's not surprised we feel this way. And if you are struggling, ask him for help. He'll give it to you. He loves us dearly and he won't blame you for asking for help. Indeed. He wants to answer your prayers again. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we continue with the book of Revelation.
Let's ask God to open our eyes to Scripture this morning, shall we? Heavenly Father, we read these strange words and we ask what do they mean for us. So today, open our hearts and our minds, Lord. Show us new truths that we can apply to our day-to-day lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We started Revelation yesterday, and normally at the start of each book we do a bit of a an introduction, and time constraints yesterday meant that I never really had the option, so we're doing it today. And finally we have come to the last book of the New Testament, and strangely enough also the Bible. The author of the book is John, it's identified as John, and the early church recognized John the Apostle as the author, but there is some debate as to whether it was the Apostle John often called John the Evangelist, or whether it was another John, called John the Presbyter, who was a companion of Jesus, but not the John, son of Zebedee, so he wasn't an apostle. I don't actually think it makes that much difference about who actually wrote it. But it's written on the island of Patmos, and the the, the author, John, had been sent there as on exile as punishment for being a Christian, and it's dated around 95 A.D., I don't believe that what we read in in Revelation is a chronological unrolling of time. I've often described the New Testament as a reflection on individual people's experience of of Jesus. And I think Revelation is a reflection of Jesus' impact on the world, so how the world reacts to Jesus. There's lots of theories about Revelation, and feel, feel free to read up and explore them all. But I think, although Revelation is a difficult book to read, in the end, what Revelation gives us is the reminder and the hope that God is in control, no matter what history throws at us, and that his kingdom will prevail. Anyway, that's enough of the prevaricating. Let's actually read the book of Revelation. Our Bible reading today is Revelation 2, and I'm reading from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Write to the angel of the church of Ephesus. The one who holds the seven stars in his right hand and who walks among the seven gold lampstands says, I know your works, your labor and your endurance, and that you cannot tolerate evil. You have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not, and you have found them to be liars. You also possess endurance and have tolerated many things because of my name and have not grown weary. But I have this against you. You have abandoned the love you had at first. Remember then how far you have fallen. Repent, and do the works you did at first. Otherwise I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. Yet you have this. You hate the practices of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Anyone who has an ear should listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. I will give the victor the right to eat from the tree of life which is in God's paradise. Write to the angel of the church in Smyrna, the first and the last. The one who was dead and came to life says, I know your affliction and poverty, yet you are rich. I know the slander of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. Look, The devil is about to throw some of you into prison to test you, and you will have affliction for ten days. Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. 
anyone who has an ear should listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. The victor will never be harmed by the second death. Write to the angel of the church of Pergamum. The one who has a sharp double-edged sword says, I know where you live, where Satan's throne is, and you are holding on to my name and do not deny your faith in me, even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness who was killed among you where Satan lives. But I have a few things against you. You have some there who hold to the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to place a stumbling block in front of the Israelites, to eat meat, sacrifice to idols, and to commit sexual immorality. In the same way, you also have those who hold to the teachings of the Nicolaitans. Therefore, repent. Otherwise, I will come to you quickly and fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Anyone who has an ear should listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches. I will give the victor some of the hidden manna. I will also give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name is ascribed that no one knows except the one who receives it. Write to the angel of the church in Thyatira, the Son of God, the one whose eyes are like a fiery flame and whose feet are like fine bronze, says, I know your works, your love, faithfulness, service, and endurance. Your last works are greater than the first, but I have this against you. You tolerate the woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, and teaches and deceives my slaves to commit sexual immorality and to eat meat sacrificed to idols. I gave her time to repent, but she does not want to repent of her sexual immorality. Look, I will throw her into a sickbed, and those who commit adultery with her into a great tribulation, unless they repent of her practices. I will kill her children with the plague. Then all the churches will know that I am the one who examines minds and hearts, and I will give to each of you according to your works. I say to the rest of you in Thyatira, who do not hold this teaching, who haven't known the deep things of Satan as they say, I do not put any other burden on you, but hold on to what you have until I come. The one who is victorious and keeps my work to the end, I will give him authority over the nations. And he will shepherd them with an iron scepter. He will shatter them like pottery. Just as I have received this from my father, I will also give him the morning star. Anyone who has an ear should listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of Scripture that have caught our attention. And then after the music, we're going to pray.
before we pray. Just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our voicemail service. The links are all in the episode notes below. We would love to be able to lift you up and pray for you and support you. But let's offer up our prayer for today, shall we? Father God, by your side there is peace, a quiet place of beauty and realization, where wisdom seeks reason and understanding, where myth is laid to rest by the reality of knowledge. By your side, Lord, there is hope, that arrogance and greed will not destroy, that selfless love will prevail. By your side, life is sacred, a future for the children to unfold. By your side, in your presence, there is love. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.